Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, hello there. Hello. I'm Mike. This is Kevin. And we have no idea what we're doing. No, trying to replace the toilet. I really don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you did more than try to replace the toilet. You re- tore out the flooring, to- yeah. put new flooring down. Repainted. You repainted the bathroom. We replaced the siding. We replaced the trim. The trim. Replaced the floor. Yeah. Now we're replacing the uh, toilet. Yeah, and the toilet we had, we got, we bought a new toilet. We had a new toilet. Had a new toilet. We call it new. And the base, when we opened up its box, was fine. But when we opened the tank, it was busted. Right. And so you can't just buy another tank and put it on the toilet. No, apparently not. You have to buy the whole thing. Right. At least around here. At least uh, at the suppliers we have available. Yeah. So you had to go get another toilet. Got another toilet. Okay. Going to do that later. Uh, And all of this in preparation for what? A family coming into town for a wedding. Whose wedding? Mine. You're getting married next Saturday. Yeah, I'm that dumb. Which means we are not going to be on the air next Sunday. No, we're not. No, no. He, he's going to be off doing, I don't Whatever know what. I got to do. And we don't want to talk about it. Nope. Got it. Okay. Well, what the heck? We are here to answer questions and uh, solve problems. <laughs> can we do that? Well, we can. We can try. Yeah. Okay. And truck related, uh, I've got a lot easier time. Yeah. If you have a question or a comment, please push one on your phone dial. That will put you up in the question answer queue. Uh, If you push it twice, you will be erased from the universe and need to have a copy of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy to find your way back. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. But we do have an hour's worth of time here. We have a few callers with questions already. So I'm going to start with a 307 area code, and where are you calling from? Well, everybody think? knows where 307 is. Sure. Where is it? <laughs> it's um, everybody but you knows. It's, it's uh, um, Minnesota? Wyoming. Wyoming. Of course it's Wyoming. <laughs> of course it's Wyoming. <laughs> know that? Who wouldn't know that? The question is, is he in Wyoming? Mm, probably not. Okay, I'll agree with that. The caller originated from Wyoming, but he's not there. Let's talk to him. All righty. Hello. Hello. Wyoming. You're both wrong. (laughs) We are. (laughs) I'm at the house. You're at (laughs) our home. Well, good for you. I think that's a a fine thing. Mike, uh, I sent you a message a couple weeks ago on on facebook and and you got back to me right away and we talked a little bit about my w9 and uh-huh you, you steered me to a a guy that goes by the name of laser bob down there in greeley oh, colorado no you went and saw laser bob oh i did that's terrible and he dialed that truck in and and you and i both are right we we're set square in the back and mm-hmm. we were a little bit off in the front but not much and mm-hmm. Bob dialed me in, and I'm uh, going down the road like a brand-new rig. Awesome. That's great stuff. That's what you're supposed to do. And and how is yep. Bob? I haven't talked to Bob for a year or two. 
you know, and he's missing you. I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah. So. <laughs> no. He, he's pretty good. He's a pretty good old boy. I just, I, I just wanted to say thank you. You're welcome. And uh, uh, reaffirming my beliefs in in what you've been talking about all these years, and now I put two and five together and actually come up with seven and a half, and and it worked out really good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, let me give you a little history on Bob, just so you know. Years ago, when I was just doing alignments, we didn't have the laser system yet. Uh, Bob was a customer of mine. He would drive his truck through Des Moines and stop and have me align his truck once in a while. And when I developed the first laser system back in 96, he was one of my first customers I did alignment with, with the laser. And he looked at that and he says, you know, I could buy one of those and go back to uh, Greeley and, and do alignments and get out of this damn truck. And I said, sure you could. Turns out he was right. right. And he wound up doing that, and he then he wound up selling his truck, and he's been doing it ever since. Yeah, 20 years. Yep. And he's got them stories to go along with all the BS that you guys have been <laughs> flopping around here for the last 20-some-odd-plus years, so... A uh, real good guy, uh, and I highly recommend him. Uh, he showed me what the alignment rack, how, how far off the alignment rack was, and 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 what we needed to do, and and as far as learning something from from a guy that knows his stuff, I, I feel like I'm miles ahead because you know just listening to you guys is all fine and good until you see it done. Right. Right. <laughs> Right, and then drive the results. We are. <laughs> What's that, Kevin? Well, then you find out what bullshit artists we really are. No, that that's the wrong <laughs> phrase. It's not bullshit artists. No, no, it's it's bovine excrement. Bo- bovine excrement. Yeah, that's uh, it. <laughs> uh, expertise. But, uh, again, I just wanted to say thank you and and appreciate you pointing me in the right direction. And he's gonna have he's gonna have my business from now on. So real good guy You're to talk welcome, to buddy. and. And knowledgeable, so appreciate all your help. Anytime, buddy. You have yourself a great day and drive safe. Yeah. You bet. Have a good evening. All right. Bye bye. Hey, thanks for calling. That's all cool. Right. That's cool. Well, that's so, yeah. Somebody well, likes old you. Laser Bob. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we used to refer a lot of business to Laser Bob because uh, he was the only person even near I eighty. That we can get people to. That was years ago. We didn't years, have years very ago, many guys. We didn't have a lot of people. Yeah, but he is excellent, good guy, and he's got his own base of fleets that he takes care of around Greeley yes, and Denver does. area. So he's got a good solid business there. He's real happy. Yep. Yeah. All right. So we took care of Wyoming. Yes, and he's gone. We are now going to go to another area code. We are. Your guess. Uh, five, I'm, or I'm guessing the area code is five one eight. Yeah, and where is it? Oh. Oh, um, <laughs> oh! <laughs> well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's uh, in Florida because we always get a call from Florida. Well, this guy is from New York, New York, but he could be in Florida. He's probably in Florida. Yeah, I think he lives in Florida now. That's that might be the guy. Let's find out. All right. Hello, Hello New York or Florida? New York. It's uh, it is a. Uh... New York, Albany, New York area is where the phone number's from, but I live in Virginia and I'm in Pennsylvania. Well, you're really confused. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what can we do you for? Well, um, I've talked to you guys a couple times. Um, Mm -hmm. 
You're breaking up. I had that oh, recently. Okay, I can hear you now. Okay. All right, now. I'm the guy that bought the used ProTrack system off of eBay. Oh, yeah. Newport okay. News, Virginia. Yes, All I remember right. that guy. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm uh, courting some customers, and, and they have uh, seven axle dump trucks. Okay. And uh, yeah. I don't know what the I should expect for steer tire life out of uh, a dump truck like that. Well, well the, odds are, the, 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 the odds are you're going to get somewhere between fifty and 80,000 miles out of the steers. Okay. Because they turn a lot. And the more you turn, the more you scrub tires off as opposed to a line haul truck. Okay. Yeah. Now, I assume yep. the steer tires are the big wide base tires in the front, 425s or 385s. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yep, and that's those, correct. Those tires have a tendency to wear on both shoulders because as you get up in speed past 60 miles an hour, they stretch, the center of the tire gets tall, and it wears off the shoulders. If they're getting that fast. Well, they probably are. They probably are. They usually go that fast. So you can help them. You can improve whatever mileage they're getting now. Certainly. By getting them to do the basics, make sure the bearings are tight, make sure the inflation is right, and then align them up good, and, and they should see an, an improvement. Yeah. It may, it may only be, I mean, we, we deal with some customers that get you know, in an over-the-road operation. They start at 40,000 miles an hour, and we can get them up to over 200,000 miles on their steers. You may not see that here, okay. but a 20 you to won't. 50% improvement in tire life is still a dramatic improvement in, in their budget. So. Yep. We've seen some of those guys that were getting 40,000 miles. When we finished, they were getting 80. We doubled their tire life. But it all depends on what they've been doing, what their maintenance is. Yep. Right, right. And, and that's key is, is the maintenance inspection and figure out, figuring out uh, the condition of the truck and making sure everything is right before you set everything. I understand Correct. That. And, rem- and remember, those tires cost almost $1,000 a piece. Those, those steer tires. So wow. saving yep. them, saving them twenty five or thirty percent improvement in life That's on a thousand dollar tire, still a lot of money. Uh, add two at a yeah. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I own trucks. Uh, back in two thousand nine, I bought a Peterbilt, and I just couldn't keep steer tires on this thing. I was getting forty thousand miles out of a set of steer tires. And, I had it aligned by TA Petro, you know, had it on mm-hmm. racks, had it on turn plates and everything. Just just couldn't get anything. I finally got it up to something like 70,000 miles out of a set of steer tires. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went I went over to Chad and uh he says you got a problem. You got a big problem. Mhm. And uh Nobody else did the proper mechanical inspection to figure out that my axle was walking around. I, I had an axle that was out five inches, pointed off right. to the left. Right. And uh, yep. that you'll screw up some tires real fast. Yep, like it's that. true. So, it's, yep, it's true. And and just just being able to do that for, you know, uh, just the mechanical part, just paying attention to that for, you know, a couple uh, fleets. You you will save them a lot of money, and you'll you'll figure out how to get, you know, the same kind of reputation, really, that Chad has. Right. Yes, yes. 
and that, that's my goal. Uh, you know, uh, I want to get out of this truck just like Laser Bob and, and mm-hmm. be home every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds pretty good to me, and I'm I'm still a young guy, so I could still do this for another 30 years, you know, as far as uh, aligning trucks. Yep, yep. Now, when I was doing this around Des Moines, before we started building equipment training people, I was doing mobile alignments. And uh, I worked five and a half days a week. I worked an average of 30 hours a week. So the actual hours. 30 actual hours of working. And I was doing an average of 25 alignments a week at fleet locations and stuff. Probably half of them were just an inspection. Yeah, well, but when I when I finally taught the mechanics of the fleet how to do the mechanicals right, right, then the alignment's really simple when I go in and they'd say, we need an alignment. Well, the truck was already fixed, and all I had to do was do the alignment. And then any time I wanted to take a vacation, if the kids wanted to go someplace, wife wanted to go, I just let everybody know and on my cell phone that I'm out of town for a week. I'll talk to you later. And it was it made life a good life. It was a good life. Good times. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I want. Uh, you know, when my kids were first born, sometimes I was gone for three months just try, trying to pay for things as a truck driver, and it, it just doesn't cut it. It doesn't work. Now they're starting yeah. to grow up. Yeah, yeah. Well, this could work for you. Yep. That's that's okay. what I'm giving a shot. Hey, can, can I give out uh, my cell phone number for the business? Go right ahead. Yeah. I think it starts with five or no, actually it doesn't. I got one for uh, I got a different cell phone number. So all right, a local uh, number. This is for the Hampton Roads area of Virginia, and uh, it's seven five seven five one zero five four nine nine. Excellent, excellent. And you're you're welcome to make a post on Facebook about your business, and and the contact information. And I will see that on my Facebook page. And if you set your your security stuff up in such a way that I can share it, then right. I can repost that right back onto my Facebook page. Right. Well, I will certainly do something like that either uh, tonight or tomorrow. And and you are also welcome to just post directly on my Facebook page anytime. Okay. 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 Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Kevin. All righty, buddy. You have a great day. All right. Thanks for calling. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Well, that was nice. That was nice. A, a young guy yep. trying to start a mobile business. Yep. I they like that. that. I like it. Start with Bob Barron's was my first guy that did this. Right. And we got Chad, and we've got Jerry, and we've got the other Jerry, and we've got Gene, and, and we got the, and we, we got, El Paso, right? we got mm-hmm. lots of people doing this now. It's kind of uh, fun. What's the guy's name down in uh, southern Florida? Martin Galvan. Martin Galvan. Yeah, he was doing. he was down at Port St. Lucie, but he's moved up to Ocala. Mm-hmm. See that? Okay. You can move your business. You can. Isn't it's a nice? mobile business. All right. All okay, right. well, we took care of 518. Yep. We need to go to another one, and it's 812. Any any guesses? 812. 812 is probably Texas. Texas, huh? Indiana. Indiana. You're really blowing like it today. The Texas of the upper Midwest. Oh, Okay. <laughs> you say so. Sure. Is he home or is he gone? Uh, well, you know, it turns out it doesn't take as long to drive out of the Lone Star State of the Upper Midwest. That's right. So he's probably out of town. Yeah, it's only 150 miles wide, so right. you can get out of there in a couple hours. Yep. All right, let's say he's gone. Let's find out. I'm here. Hello, India. You're there. I'm here. Hello. You're home. Yes. Hello. Oh, boy, we get a lot of guys at You're home. Right. This is great. 
<laughs> it's in Indiana. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so what's up? Uh, well, I got a I got a I'm, list right in front of me. <laughs> well, He's got I've the got a list too. You know, uh-huh. I've got a list too. I'm driving a 2011 International Pro Star. I climbed yeah. in this POS right at first of year. Yeah. And uh, I've been driving on a steer tire issue, and uh, I would say this: the driver's side steer tire has chunks out of it on the sides. And mm-hmm. I blew the passenger side steer tire in Texas about four months ago. So I've mm-hmm. got a brand new steer tire on the passenger, and the one on the left driver side needs to come off, I think. But one to ask you about is I've got a vibration. My GPS does the hula. Does the hula? Down the road, north, left or right, does the hula. So uh, this truck's got six hundred sixty thousand miles on it. Wish I had a stick of dynamite I could put under it, but I'm asking you guys before I do that what I need to do to fix it. It's a young truck. Well, it can be fixed. So first question is, the left front tire that has cupping on it, is it all on one shoulder or the other, or is it in the middle of the tread? Uh, It's on the shoulders. Both shoulders or one shoulder? Just one shoulder, I think. Uh, The the inside shoulder. shoulder. Oh, the outside shoulder. I, okay. He didn't. He didn't say it's cupping. He said it's got chunks out of it. Now, is, is it in fact smooth well, cups or? No, no. There, there's some of them. What it is, some of them are, are smooth and some of them aren't. There's. I, I noticed the tires weird in spots where where the treads down where it's flat. You know, right against right. the bottom of the ridge. But in other mm-hmm. places, you know, it's. You still got tread, but then there's chunks. You know, it, it's a it's a mess. But it's a mess. Okay, I right, fine. Right. And what kind of Sorry. a tire is it? Is it a Chinese tire or a good tire? Uh, it's a good <laughs> tire. It's a uh, um, uh, oh crap! I'm freaking brain dead. It's um, toy, or not toy, good. Um, Goodyear, Yokohama. No, uh, Yokohama. Yokohama. Okay, that's a decent tire. Okay. All right. Now, second question question is, what inflation are you running? I'm going to say 95 to 100. In the steer? Yes. Well, you deserve to have chunks out of that son of a bitch. Yeah, that one does not respond well to low pressure. You should have, if your sidewall of the tire says 110, you should have 120 in that steer tire. So when you're talking about below 100, you're 20 pounds low. Yeah, you're way bad, way bad. Many people misunderstand. They think the sidewall pressure on a truck tire is the maximum pressure for the tire. That's only true in passenger coasters. And you're going to carry that much on that steer. Yeah, you're going to run 12,000 pounds on your steer axle. You And the sidewall will say 110, and you should have 120 in it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I didn't First. know that. I've been driving going on 37 years. I didn't know that. Go ahead. Yeah, don't okay. worry. So don't worry. You're not alone. Yeah, that's <laughs> the first thing. And, and we, have a, we have to sit down and argue with tire salesmen and tire factory reps about this and make them read their own stupid books because that's what the book says. Wow. Okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing is you have the free, or the international suspension underneath the back of it with the tall airbags, right? I've got airbags on the front axle. By the way, I just I just blew one. I spent two weeks or 
three days in Kansas City here this week waiting for an airbag to show up. Oh, it's ugly. Got it's got that square tube axle from Hendrickson? I believe it is. It's got okay, the airbag, right. on, airbag on the steer axle. Okay, all right. So th- that's another issue. It's not a major thing that can be taken care of. But I'm talking about the rear suspension. You've got the international airliner suspension back there, right? I'm assuming, buddy. I don't know on this one, okay. really. I, I, yeah, I, that's all right. I want to do okay, construction the, first year. That's okay. Is it your but, truck or company truck? It's a company truck. Okay, all right. So we're not going to be able to do much about this, but I can tell you right now they probably need to tighten the U-bolts in the back end because that suspension tends to get loose U-bolts. Yeah. And when the U-bolts get loose, the axles walk around and it causes all kinds of problems with the steering axle. Yep. Okay? You mean the Who's axles a- walk like a Mac does, like a one-stack Mac when you're going around the curve, how they'll, the axles will not, not, not as obvious as that, but enough that it causes it to push the front end of the truck around and cause you to have right pulls and stuff. Right. Okay. Okay? All right. So that's the second thing. Now, the third thing is, what speed does the vibration come in at, and where do you feel it first, just as it's coming in? Do you feel it in the steering wheel or in your feet? Uh, On the steering wheel. Okay. So it's a front-end vibration. Yeah, it's front-end. starts 45 to 50 miles an hour. Probably, And it does. And, And does it quit up before you get to 60? No. It keeps on going. Yeah, so that tire that's oh, yeah, chunking yeah. out on the left side is... Okay, so I think, does your truck have a tendency to want to follow cracks in the road and hunt a little bit? Yeah, especially when it's, when the road's grooved, you know? Yep, okay. All right, so your front end is towed out. Just a hair. And that's causing the vibration to start. Yep. And then the chunking in your tires means the tire's out of balance, so it keeps vibrating as you get to higher speeds. Right, unless you're using a dynamic balancer, it's just not going to catch up to the way the tire's chunking. Right. It's no longer even the way it was when they yep. balanced it. Uh, Fixed located weights, clip-on weights, are only right the day you did it. Right. Okay, and when the tire starts cupping, well, then obviously the balance is wrong. So, first, you need more air in the steer tire. Second, you need to get rid of that tire that's all chunked out and put another good one next to it. Right. Third, you need to make sure the tires are balanced right. And fourth, you need to get the U-bolts in the rear tightened and the truck properly aligned. I'm going to bet that that cupping that's occurring on that front end is probably going to end up being a loose bearing. or a Could be. Anything. Could be. That's, that's you see, right. yeah, you, Go ahead. You, only had a, you only had a couple things wrong, did you? <laughs> That's wow. Learn to every day, you know. And and what we describe to you is what we find when we go into fleets every week. Last week I was at this small fleet down in Georgia, uh, no, uh, South Carolina, that had five different locations they brought in for me to train, and every one of them was doing all the things wrong that I just described to you. They just hadn't never been told or shown how to do it right, or never figured out that it would be cost effective to do it right. Right. I can get all that done except for real. I mean, I know you, you you only got certain places where you do the MP alignment, right? We have shops that we recommend. We have fleets all over the U.S. that are doing it, but we can't send people into the fleets. So if right. you go to our website, mdalign.com, there's a shop locator tab. You can tap that. It shows a map of the U.S. You can pick a state, and it will show you the shops in that state that we recommend. Yep. 
All right, well, I think I can handle that, guys. I sure appreciate your time. Thank you. I, again, I learned a bunch of things. I've been doing this a, a long time, and, uh, you know, I had no idea, you know, half the stuff you just told me was even. <laughs> so well, I appreciate we're, that. Glad to, we're glad to help. That's what we're here for, buddy. All right. Thank you. Thanks, fellas. Got right. it. Yeah, bye. Thanks for calling. All okay, right. that was a good call. Yeah, well, you know. We got to cover some stuff. Texans tend to have really good questions, even if they're actually. That Indiana. wasn't Texas. That was Indiana. It's again. It's the it's the low and start. You should put Midwest. Northern Texas then. Northern Texas. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Indiana. All right. Very good. I'll, I'll accept that then. Four one seven area code. Four one seven. That's familiar. I'm going to say it's familiar. Ohio. Huh? Ohio. Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. No, okay. you mispronounced that. Misery to no, live I did in misery. Not mispronounce that. You did. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Whatever makes you happy. The Show Me State. All right. All right. Let's see what Show Me has. Hello, Missouri. 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 <laughs> and are you are you home or are you on the road? Oh, I, I live in Texas now. I just still got my number. I had it so long. Yeah. I'm, I'm in Atlanta. I'm in the Atlanta area. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My first trip, trip out since I since I took this truck just about all apart, put it all back together. I didn't do all uh-huh. the rear ends in it. I haven't done anything rear suspension, shocks, and a couple airbags. But I just this truck was ordered a four axle double frame heavy haul truck. Okay. Three twenty five wheelbase, and it's got the sixty inch sixty inch spread on all three back ones. Oh my goodness. And some some rocket scientist ordered this thing with a fourteen six front end in it. I was doing wheel bearings every three months, so uh, I put a twenty thousand dollar new brand brand new twenty thousand pounds in there. Yeah. Okay. Got the big springs, but it doesn't have it doesn't have shocks either. But I just. Uh, I just got done extensive amount of work on it. I know my drive line's all good. We just did everything, carrier bearings. Like I say, all that. Rears are pretty good. I mean, I've got I've got Centromatics on them. Good. They were, you know, they're new, not not too old of tires. They're they still eighty percent tires. Um, I'm running the Continentals three eighty five on the front. I like that mm-hmm. design a little better than the other ones. But right. and I, you know, I've always had that typical uh, shoulder wear. I was getting a little bit more on the right inside, but the, the old axle. Yeah. I, you know, I, I made one virgin trip on it, and uh, I didn't have time to align it before I left. We just put everything back the way it was. Mm-hmm. It was seeming to me I had way too much uh, uh, caster because I was getting a pretty bad shake. You know, I had a shake like that before, and I and it's kind of it's, it's a lot better, but it's, I've still got it. Now you got to describe the shake and, to me. Yeah, because I don't I, a caster shake. That's an interesting. Yeah, it feels, uh, so what, feels feels like the whole truck. I mean, you will look at the hood. You know, the doors rattling, <laughs> the damn front of the hood shaking. You know. Okay, but but uh, does the shake? When it comes in, do you first feel it in the steering wheel or in your feet? I don't notice it in my feet that much. I mean, I, uh, I, I feel you, it like more like the seat of my pants, you know. Ah, that's, I, that's I, I don't it. think it's that's, steering wheel. Yeah, yeah. Good. Well, then it's not a front-end vibration. It's a rear-end vibration. 
Or M. Okay, I've got a. If it's if it's in the front, you feel it first in the steering wheel. Yeah, anything happening in yeah. your steer axle, it's, it will it will just uh, vibrate right up through the steering. Wheel. If it's in the rear of the truck, it'll come in through your seat, feet, or the shifter. Right. So you've got a driveline vibration. Not, yeah. yeah, it'll, it'll shake, the whole, truck, the, whole truck, the whole truck, but it won't shake the yeah. steering wheel, does it? Yeah, okay, a little, so little bit, not, not real bad. <clears throat> yeah, so you got to look at the rear end of the truck for that. that yeah. What speed does it come uh, in at? Uh, right up around 60, and it goes away at 70. Well, that sounds like a balance problem. Yeah. Does it shake and then stop and shake and then stop and shake and then stop, or does it just shake? Yep. Yeah, it comes and goes. It's it's harmonic. Like um, I was thinking, more, you know, almost felt like a, a you know, it was almost like a flat tire. But I thought it was wonderful. Yeah. Busted, busted cord. Now, if it's but I'm not feeling anything. If it's shaking and stopping and shaking and stopping on about a two to three second cycle, does that sound about right? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Okay, then I would be tightening up the wheel bearings. Yeah, drive axle wheel bearings. Just a little bit loose. Okay. Uh, that's okay. A, that, that was next on, I mean, that's next to do is just pull everything, hubs, everything, you know. And when I do something, Get I replace everything. We yep. just we yep. just did, um, I had a I had another head problem on the C-16. I bought a brand new head, and I sent it out, had it all ceramic coated and everything reported. Hey. Huh. Before I got it back, the rear ends went out. So, you know, and they're mm-hmm. two-speed uh, 46s, and we put those in in the back U-joint. So when we went to put the head in on, I put a new radiator at the axle, pulled the transmission, and did the rest of the front carrier bearings. So there ain't much in there mm-hmm. to do on that. But that's, uh, that's the only thing I haven't got out to is the, the axle ends. Right. I would right. I would that, check that the wheel ends and, and let that take care of the vibration. Okay. That that, that, that it comes oh. in at high speed. You know, it puts it at the wheel end where the wheel finally gets up enough speed to actually have an effect on the vehicle. It's up around sixty miles an hour. Yep, that's usually where it comes in at. Yep. Yep, that's okay. about right. Okay, that was my next on my list. Brakes and brakes and everything. That's complete wheel. Yeah, all righty, buddy. <laughs> Sounds like you're on the right uh, track. Glad to meet you. Got to talk Pleasure. to you in Louisville there with Kim. Have a good day. Oh yeah? Okay. All right. Well you yeah, you take yeah, it easy. Yeah, yeah you you rec- you recognize me. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. All righty, buddy. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot. Put some light on the You bet. Right. Have a great Can't day. Wait to hear that it worked out. Bye. All right. Okay. All right. So we got that was that was that was good. Yeah. That was good. We got to talk about some more stuff. Yep, exactly how vibrations occur and when they yep. occur. And where yep. they come from. We've got a 951 area code. 951? Hmm. I'm going to go with uh, Alberta. Man, right coast, wrong state. Alberta's on the coast? Well, it's on the western part of Canada. <laughs> right? It's right the next coast, to BC. Coastal Alberta. Coastal Alberta. I can't Alberta. wait to buy some coastal property in Alberta. It would be, be cheap. It would be. <laughs> California. California. Is he in California? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I imagine you can make a lot of money just picking up loads from people that that have won't go that into California. Yeah. California. All right. Well, let's see what California's All got. Right. Hello, California. Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, Good evening. Not, not in California. Now live in Nevada and currently in Toronto. 
Oh, I was right about he, the, he had the, the Canadian, Canadian thing. thing. Yeah. A. <laughs> okay. Eh? So what's up? Well, uh, this is more of a possible tire wear question. Um, I have no alignment issues, thanks to our good buddy Chad, who has maybe this truck into keeping it, as he says, smooth as a baby's butt. All right. <laughs> My question is: is I'm considering buying automatic tire chains. What are your oh, thoughts? Oh, okay. Oh, I have no problem with automatic tire chains as long as you don't use them. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to tear up my wide single? Yes. Yeah. Everybody that I've seen that used automatic chains on wide singles complained that they lost the inside half of the tire. Ouch. Because the chains don't reach out far enough to go completely under the tire. They come about halfway in. And so when you're on the chains, all the stress is on the inside half of the tire. I see. Now, why were you considering buying automatic chains? Uh, occasionally run into uh, slick spots, icy spots on the roads. And, you know, I, I just, we've started doing some Canada stuff, and I'm thinking maybe that might be a way to go and keep making a little extra money over the winter. Hmm. Okay. I, I can see that the place where I've seen the automatic chains and they work and they're worth the effort is on emergency vehicles and school buses. None of them go very far when they need the traction. They really need the traction because they got all these damn kids in the bus. They're going up a little hill. They start sliding, throw the chains down, stop it from sliding. Emergency vehicle has to get to the fire, has to get to the ambulance to wherever. Okay. Those are the places where I see the real benefit to it. I've talked to some of the pickup and delivery fleets, the less than truck load guys who are operating in the mountainous regions like in Colorado and stuff. And they got their single drive axle tractors and they put automatic chains on them because they're in the hills and they really need it in the winter. Okay. But as far as any line haul application, I've never seen anybody using it and very happy with it. In fact, those LTL guys that use it successfully in the mountains, when they tried it out in the plains, took them right back off because it was a pain in the ass and caused tire problems. Okay. That's an interesting perspective. That means it's either auto socks or tire chains. And I would try the socks myself. I've actually used them in the past. And how did they work for you? Uh, got me to back into an icy dock. Well, there you go. That's what you wanted. All right. Well, I appreciate it. And thanks for uh, everything you've done. Because you make my tire costs go way down. That's the plan, man. It's the only benefit we can give anybody because we don't know shit about anything else. Especially plumbing. I don't know plumbing. No plumbing, no. <laughs> Thank right. you, gentlemen. You bet, buddy. You have a great day. Okay. All right. All right. That was good. That was good. It's interesting. You know, a I was Californian. Say, I can, I just knowing that he's from California and he's in Toronto, he's going to want all the traffic. Yeah, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. He doesn't live in California anymore. He lives no, in Nevada. Yeah, which is just as bad. Yeah, worse. but he got out of California. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, and now he's in Toronto, which means he had to pass through the Rockies. Right. Right. Okay. All right. right. Very good. Okay. Very good. Uh, 504. Yeah, 504. What is that? Uh, that's a area code. Yes, it is. Yeah. Any wild ass guesses? Oh, uh, Minnesota. Louisiana. Louisiana. See, it's just the other end of the Mississippi. It is the other end of the oh, Mississippi. Oh, I had my ends of the Mississippi. You had the Mississippi in mind. Let's uh, go up to 504 there and let's see what he has to say. Hello, Louisiana. Hello. 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 Um, Yep, got it right. I'm in New Orleans, in Louisiana. Cool. All right. New Orleans. <laughs> in yeah. New Orleans, yeah. At all right. home. Can't believe it. Good I'm for you. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got a question about my trail. I got a flatbed spread axle. Uh-huh. And the other day I was driving, I was in Mississippi somewhere. And a guy, he hollered at him on, on the CB. And he's like, man, you, you, your, your first axle on the passenger side is um, bouncing up and down. Mm-hmm. You know, had a little a bounce to it. Any any idea what what that might be? Okay, the first thing it could be. First of all, this is an air ride trailer, right? Yeah, it's a 2005 East trailer. Uh, it has uh, the uh, what's the name of it? It's Hendrix suspension. Uh, yeah, no, it's not the Hendrix. Uh, the Merit Meritor. Huh. Meritor. Okay, fine. You got a Meritor air ride suspension. That's good. The the first suspicion I have is that the tires are out of balance, which means they've got some cupping in them. Okay. And that'll cause a bounce to develop. And the second thing that can happen if it bounces a lot is it'll blow the shock out. So you probably need shocks on that front axle. Okay. Uh Okay. And at the same time you do that, when you jack up that right front position with the brakes released, I want you to grab the top of the tires and just give it a good hard shove in at the top and see if it goes clunk, clunk. If it does, you need to tighten your bearings up. All right? Okay. And that, well, nothing that's to you. I actually want to – Yeah, I'm always changing the wheel seal. About every three, four oh, months, I have yeah. the wheel seal go out on, on, on that axle, on that side. All right. Do, do you do the work or do you pay somebody to do the work? No, I do it myself. Okay. okay, then I want to tell you how to properly adjust the wheel bearing because I think that's where your problem is. That is your, that's certainly your problem. Okay? So okay. let's say you, you tear it apart in order to put a seal in. Do you take the wheels off and then the drum off and pull the hub, or you take it all yeah, off as a that's unit? that's the way I do it. Strip no, it down. Take the wheels okay, off, good. take the drum off, yep. All right. And do you have a single nut or a double nut inside there? Uh, that one has the single nut. Okay, good. And I assume you tighten into like 200 foot-pounds to seat it, and then you back it off. Then you tighten it to 50, and then you back off a quarter turn and lock it up. Does that sound right? Well, uh, on that axle, I have the – it's like a um, like a little sleeve. It looked like a cup with a hole in it. And yeah. I put that on, and I just tighten it up. It don't, it don't never get tight where ah, I cannot spin the, the spindle with my hand. So you have the sleeve never get tight enough. bearing. Yeah, right, yeah. so you got the spacer yeah. in there, right? Jeez, and, and you're tightening right. it up to 300 foot-pounds, right? Yeah. I don't have a, uh, I don't put a torque bar on it. I just, just, I just have a big bar and I just tighten down on it. Big bar, tighten the bitch up. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. All right. Now, when you're yeah. done tightening it, and you put the wheels back on, okay, mm-hmm. and you still got it jacked up in the air, and the brakes are released. Have you ever grabbed the top of the tires and pushed and pulled to see if it's actually tight? No. 
I think you better do that because I don't think that the sleeve is got the right size anymore for the how much aware that's occurred inside the hub. Well, yeah, well, I, okay. And I think it's I think it's loose. So this is this is an interesting question. I my impression here is that the bearings are the wrong size for the. It doesn't matter if cup. the bearings are the wrong size for the cup or the cup's the wrong size for the bearings. Right, it right. ain't fit. But it's no, it's not, it's not. If it was, if the cup, if it was now shorter. No, I'm not saying it's shorter. Short. I'm saying it's too long. Right, I think it's too long. Right, I think it started out. So too you long. got the wrong it's cup in there, I think. Okay, that the the sleeve. So okay. if you just if you before you tear anything apart. Just jack it up, make sure the brakes release, grab the top of that tire, push and pull on it. If it goes clunk, clunk, that bearing's loose, and that's why you keep losing the stuff. Right. That cup has been okay. underperforming for you. So, and then you're going so, to need to pull that sleeve out, and I'm going to need to tell you how to adjust your bearings without the sleeve in there. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. You so, can contact so can us. Only, Go ahead. Yeah, it can only be two things. Sound like the mm-hmm. shock and the bearings. Make it do yes. that, right? I think the bearing is causing the shock to go out. Right. Now, okay. does do the tires in that wheel position, do they tend to cup on the inside edge next to the frame? They do. They That's the do. wheel bearings. The wheel bearings loose. Another indication. And there's no what's the what's the tire wear that you get because the shock's bad? Well, it's a diagonal it, cup. It has it a has a cup. um when it wears, when the tire wears, it has like a, a you know, big chunks missing out of it. Like it's like it's yes. bouncing, you know, yeah. like it's yes, just, and it is bouncing. Big spot right. and a low spot, big spot, low <laughs> well, spot. And usually those cups will be at a diagonal across the face of that inside tire. They'll grow out that way. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sorry, I was going to yeah. say, okay, so would a bad shot cause the wheel seal to fail? No, no. No, okay. the bearings caused the seal to fail. Right. So that's the bearings caused the cup. The problem, the problem was never the shock. Yeah. It was always something that's making the shock go bad. Yes. Now, okay. do you have a do you have ABS brakes on the trailer? Yeah, I do. Do you get an intermittent ABS brake light? Yeah, off and on. The, again, the bearings loose. Another indication the bearings loose. As soon as you get all of those bearings back there tightened up properly and reset the ABS sensors, all of these problems should go away. Okay, so 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 just go ahead and take that sleeve out the next time. Oh, yep. it, just go ahead and yep. sleeve out and yep. torque it down to how much? Uh, I want you to go into two hundred to seat it first while you're spinning the wheel. Then you're okay. going to back it off one turn. Then you're going to spin the wheel, and you've got a single nut in there, don't you? Or do you have a double nut? It's single a single. Nut. The single nut. Single nut. Then I want you to tighten that single nut up to forty foot pounds of torque and leave it. Okay. Now that's now that's with the empty hub, right? Yeah. Right, with the empty hub. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you're going to tighten it into 40. You're going to leave it there, lock it off, put the drums back on, put the wheels back on, and check it, check it and see if it's Yeah, tight. once you get all the wheels on, then grab the top and shake it and make sure it's tight. Yeah. Okay. And, the, and, and sure with the oil in it, make sure it still spins. Yeah, no clunk clunks. We don't like clunk clunks. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah, so just go. make sure the performance of it is all right. So it doesn't clunk right. uh, when you when you shake it, and it spins. It still when, turns. When you yep. spin it. It's kinda, it shouldn't go about a yeah. turn and a half before the oil Yeah, if you push it real hard, the wheel should go about a, a turn and a half, and then it should stop, and that would right. be about right. That's your performance. That's okay. what you needed to see. Okay? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Appreciate it a lot, guys. You have a good night. All righty, buddy. You have All a great day. Right. Thanks for calling. Thank you, bye. All right. <laughs> Louisiana. Louisiana. 
okay. he follows New Orleans how. Yeah. We All still right. only got about uh, 20 minutes left. Yeah, we've got a few we got questions. Some calls, so let's get this 386 one. 386. It's, uh, it's uh, probably yeah. Michigan. You sure? Well, a 386 is a great Chevy engine. No, it's Florida. Oh, well. You're on the wrong side of everything, <laughs> but that's okay. All right. So and he's not Florida. in Florida. He's gone. He's, st- he's still in Florida. It takes nah, too long he's to get gone. Go ahead. Push the button. Hello, Hello Florida. Florida. Hey, Mike. Hey, Kevin. How you guys doing? We're, We're doing, doing great. Uh, Are you in Florida or gone? I'm gone. I knew it. I'm gone. I'm in South Carolina tonight. I was I was in South Carolina last week. A little town called oh. Dillon. Oh, okay. I know where Dillon's at. I'm out cool. in Charleston though. Ah, yeah. okay. Real quick question. Real quick yep. question. I, I've been listening to your show for a while. I listen to your podcast. And and you talk about how the new the new drive axle systems, there's power that goes to all four wheels at all times, correct? No, it doesn't. It goes to all one. four positions intermittently at the, all the time. Right, one wheel at a time. Yeah, one wheel is actually driving you. Then it moves to another one and back and forth. Oh, okay. I, I guess you answered my question. I, I ended up in a position tonight on a, on a dock ramp where my rear axle was hanging in the air. And I had yep. to lock in the power divider to, to pull yes. out. And, yes. and, you know, yep. I was talking to another friend of mine about it, and we, we both could have swore that you had said that, that, you know, and that's how you end up with the heel and toe wear on the t- all, all four drop position tires because they, they put power to them all the time now. They, well, well, they, they put do. power to all of them, but not at the same time. Right. Okay, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to describe this again. The power comes in from the drive shaft, reaches the top of the front power divider. Up there is a spider gear. The spider gear will either throw the power into the front diff or into the rear diff, depending on which one turns easiest. Once it gets into the diff, it will go to the right end or the left end, depending on which one turns easiest. Now, once it hits that wheel in and it starts putting some torque on it, all of a sudden there's more resistance there, so it jumps someplace else. And it then it jumps someplace, someplace, someplace. So it's always bouncing around. So I'm going to spot the tail up. Oh, well, that's the slide is Now, when you lock in the motor, that means that half of the power will go to the rear diff, and half of the power will go to the front diff, but it'll pick which end turns easiest. So when you locked it in, that wheel that was hanging in the air, it was still spinning, but now the front power, the front drive axle was also turning, and it pulled you out of it. Okay. So. All right. I, I was just now, curious about that because, you know, you, you had said that you can't run, you know, mismatched tires on the rear axle and the front axle, which I know firsthand because I took the power divider doing just that. That'll do it. That'll do I, it. I didn't know that. Now, the one that's coming up, the new design truck that's coming up that will put power to all four-wheel positions at the same time is this new electric truck Tesla's building out in Nevada yeah. or Utah. So you saw some place. Motor on each end, They've got an electric motor on each wheel position, yeah. and it will have power on all wheel positions at the same time. Yeah, True all-wheel power. One? Yes, the Nikola One. Yeah. Uh, you, you think they're ever going to build a tire that will handle that much torque coming out? Uh, what are they claiming, 1,000 horsepower? Well, that's what I was worried about. But remember, I said just now with our standard distribution system, each time one wheel has horsepower, it has all the horsepower from the engine, right? So if you've got 500 horsepower, you've got 500 horsepower in this position, then it moves to another, then it moves to another. 
But with the All electric right, motor, each wheel has 250 horsepower. Combined, they have 1,000. Yeah. So Correct. that should handle okay, it. I see that. So they have less power on each tire than you do now. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah, we're real excited to see how that works. Yeah, we're anxious to see it. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I appreciate it. I know you got other callers, and thank you for what you do. You're welcome. Right. You have a great Thanks day. Call it. All right. Bye. 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 Okay. A little engineering talk. Yeah. 321. Uh, engines and Who spider is 321? gears. 321 is easy. Yeah? It's uh, yeah. Florida. You remember that. It's Cape Canaveral area. Canaveral. Florida. Yeah. Is he there? Got a couple calls from Now him. he's on a rocket ship. He's yeah. headed to so the moon. Can we align those? Can we align a rocket ship? We could try. We could try, but what I don't hell? think that's really our area. We'll give it a shot. All right. Push Hello. Hello, rocket Canaveral. Ship. Hey, guys. How you doing? We're doing great. Are you down there enjoying the beach, or are you on the road somewhere? Uh, well, above. I'm on the way home. I'm in the uh, oh. in a sleeper. Uh, we're in Florida. Cool. About an hour yeah. from the house, I guess. Awesome. Hey, now, uh, this, no, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. You're in the sleeper. Does that mean your cruise control aim it all by itself? <laughs> well, when you get guys, dialed in, right? Get a very loud text message. There we go. <laughs> okay. So, so your um, your truck has cruise control, and you can go in the sleeper, and it'll just drive you home. I've been well, waiting yeah, for that. I thought cruise. I I thought that's what cruise hey, did. Uh, I this agree. Is the, yeah, yeah, this is like the uh, new Tesla coming out. Yes, yes, you know, all right. Yeah, he drives itself, yeah. He'll let me know when he runs off the road. All right, very good. <laughs> okay, but hey, try not you know, to wake me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you know, I was listening to the, you know, the one guy there, the uh, the uh, truck, you know, shaking for like a couple mm-hmm. seconds and then not shaking. And you also have mm-hmm. part of wheel bearings. You know, I got Centromatics. Yep. You know, yep. I got the super single Michelin energy lines. Uh, yep. They're pretty. They're pretty wore out. They're about five thirty seconds, so they're starting to stone chip, which is yes. kind of irritating. Yes. Uh, so I got darn near four hundred thousand miles on them already. Ooh, beautiful. Um, beautiful. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know you also have to have the bearings retightened about every fifty thousand miles. I don't. But this is the thing. Oh, you don't? I thought that's what y'all always said, the, uh, about 50,000 no. miles. On the U-bolts on the Freightliner and the Internationals, you retighten the U-bolts every 50,000. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I – okay, I got to tighten them up then. Um, yep. Where's a uh, – you know, be honest with you, because uh, like the uh, 99 Volvo, I just got new mm-hmm. tires, uh, new energy lines put on that one. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. – um, <sighs> The TA they charged me like I don't know sixty bucks to retorque with the uh, wheel bearings, but that was just the outside. You know they didn't take the wheels off and all this and all that. So I actually got to, you know. No, you don't have to take to them, get them No, you don't have okay, to take them off. Okay, Okay. If you just pull the drive axle shaft out, and if it's a double nut, there's a certain torque I want with the wheels on. If there's a double nut, there's a certain torque I want if the wheels are off because I'm torquing different amounts of weight, okay? And I have a chart for it, so it's no big deal. If you want to call our office, uh, we can fax or email the the chart to you, and and it's no big deal to snug up bearings. 
Oh, all right, that'd be great. All right, so this, uh, all right, so that that take care of the Volvo, but on this Freightliner, mm-hmm. the 2012 uh, uh, Freightliner mm-hmm. uh, glider truck. And, right. Uh, yeah, it, it's shaking and it kind of goes away. I had the tires rebalanced, thinking it was mm-hmm. uh, just out of balance, uh, but mm-hmm. it still does it. Um, but you know, sometimes I think it's just a trailer because I swap out trailers and I get a different shake. Well, it depends on the shake you're feeling. The shake I'm talking about for the wheel bearing tends to be when you're at a sustained, steady speed. Then you'll get to shake and stop and shake and stop and shake and stop. And it's more pronounced on a smooth road than it is on a rough road. Yeah, I tell my cruise control up there to speed up and slow down so I can get a non-shaking come and go yes. so my you know my tv don't fall off the wall you know that sounds exactly shake. like yeah exactly like a wheel bearing and i just had all them retort at the ta uh, but I, see I, but see, you know standard i guy, people well i don't I, care I, what I really shop do. you go to if they adjust it according to the industry standard they're supposed to tighten it up to a certain number back it off a quarter turn and lock it up and the backing off the quarter turn is what left the damn thing loose yeah so we're going to give you torques that we want you to set it to and do not back it off. All right. So they're, 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 the, the, the version where they go ahead and back it off a quarter turn, at the end of that, you're supposed to get an end play gauge and determine that it has between one and five thousandths end play. But one quarter turn of that uh, nut is at least fifteen thousandths end play. Fifteen to twenty-one thousandths. Right. Yep. So there's there's no way at the end of their own procedure that you could possibly end up with a tight, uh, a properly a tightened bearing. And nobody uses a dial indicator. They simply tighten it up, back it off a cord turn, walk away from it, and you leave the damn bearings loose. Right. Then you have uneven wear in your brake shoes. You have a vibration. You could have grease seal leaks. You get cupping on the inside edge of the drive tire, and you get this vibration. You know. You know. I was tired. But after talking to y'all, now I'm stressed out. I'm seeing all this money. I'm going to be spending it all over again. <laughs> if you have the tools and if yeah, you have a you torque wrench, tools. you can tighten that thing up yourself. It takes about a half hour per wheel position. Right. It's, it's going to take you about take two hours. In tools than it would in, snug uh, up the whole damn in, thing and be done with it. I'll go buy it because I'll just do both the trucks. It's to the point where you just can't trust nobody nowadays. I got you that know, way I years just, ago. You know, like, yeah, like the Volvo. I, I told I told my guys to uh, go get the uh, four four new Energy Line uh, missions mm-hmm. put on it, right? Well, I ended up mm-hmm. meeting up with them, and guess what? They had three Energy Line, and then one Ener- Energy D. So, you know, the Jeez. E. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, what? And so I called the well, CIA and asked them why they did that, and I got nowhere. Absolutely yeah. nowhere. Yep. Well, it shows yep. uh, the national tire count. This is what we gave you. Well, it's it's, it's I'm looking right at it. Well, sorry. <laughs> it ain't it. So yep. now I get that one on the back drive, the back right, maybe wear that down the fastest, you know, because it's a little bit thicker than the mm-hmm. other than energy line. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully that shouldn't mess up the axle, right, or the spider gears or anything. No, it should. A little bit won't bother. Yeah. Okay, it'll mess up new, the tires. You know. That's what it'll do. Yeah, yeah, a little bit different oh, will oh, bother. Oh, great. No, okay. it will it's mess, mess up, up the tires. The tire, is it not? No, 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 no. It shouldn't mess up anything. It'll be okay. Okay. <clears throat> we hope. Okay. <laughs> it's it's gonna be all right. better all right. if everything was perfect. All right. So, so I'm just gonna go by the the sock and everything I need, and I just do the trucks myself. Um. 
Where can I get that chart at? Y'all talking about? Just call our Just office. Call you, you got our number? You want me to give it to you? Uh, <laughs> give it to me. Eight hundred six one seven five five nine two. Okay. All righty. All right, that'll work, guys. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for all y'all do. Not a problem. You have yourself a great day. Thanks for calling. All right, you too. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. All right, we got about six minutes left. Yeah, and we got uh, two, two callers left, so I think this is going to work two, out. 307, what's a 307 to I, you? Didn't we already get a 307 today? Did, yeah, we did get a 307. Where was it? That was Wyoming. That was Wyoming. I wonder Maybe if this is the same Wyoming. guy. Well, that call dropped. No, so this is somebody else. Let's find out. Two, there's not two people in Wyoming. There aren't two people in the whole state. <laughs> Hello, Wyoming. Hello, Wyoming. You're right. One of them's in Wyoming. That was the one that called earlier, and I'm in South Dakota. <laughs> He's in South Dakota. All right. <laughs> What's up? I've got two questions, one on a trailer, one on the tractor. Okay, the um, first question will cost you nothing. The second right. question will cost you double. Right. Our description for the show tonight does say no more than one question <laughs> per caller. Go ahead with the first one. Okay, the first we'll one We'll decide on the trailer, about the second one. Uh, I, think, I, I think I know the answer to it, but I don't know. I have a 53-foot single-axle ride trailer, okay. and uh, I've got duels on it, and both the Inside, or both ribs are wearing down on all four tires. Oh, okay. The inside and outside shoulders on all four tires? Uh, yeah, correct. Okay, and what size are these tires? They are uh, something 17.5. Okay, that's what I was figuring. 17.5, little bitty stinking tire. Not enough tire, not enough engineering done to them. Cheap ass tire. How much load are you carrying on that axle? Generally, I'm either really light. I don't. The heaviest I get usually is about mm-hmm. uh, twelve thousand. Twelve thousand on that axle. On that axle, correctly. Or yeah, okay. correct. All right. And what inflation are you running on that axle? Uh, well, uh, they uh, they were at 130, but my compressor only goes up to 122, so 122. Okay, so you're getting the pressure up there pretty good. Um, I'm looking at a chart right now. There's a there's a 215.75, there's a 235.75, and there's a 245.70, all in the 17.5 sizing. Okay. Any of those sound familiar? I would just be lying if I said yes. I, I That's okay. Don't know. Lie. We like we like lies. It's all good. We <laughs> we lie all the time. Okay. So, as a dual tire, they could carry like seventeen hundred pounds. Uh, twenty two. All right. You could carry two thousand pounds per tire on one of them. And you could carry 2,500 pounds per tire on one of them. So 2,500 pounds per tire That's ten with four tires, that's only 10,000 pounds, isn't it? So you have 2,000 over the, over the maximum capacity of the tire in the first place. Right. Because both shoulders wearing on that style tire tells me it's underinflated. Huh. 
And if you're running close to the maximum pressure for the tire, I don't know that it's going to do you a whole lot of good. You see what I mean? Okay. Now, I would go to my tire guy. I assume you've been buying tires from somebody, right? Or are these the original tires on this? These are the original tires on it. The trailer's got, I just bought it. It's got 110,000 miles on them. Okay. I would go find me a tire guy, and I would tell him to get his tire charts out and his books out for the different manufacturers he sells, and I want him to show me what 17.5 tire I can put on that axle that I can carry 12,000 pounds on the axle, because I don't think you got enough tire. Okay. Happens. Okay, I died. It wasn't what I thought it was. <laughs> I figured he was yep. going to tell me loose wheel bearings. Just like, damn, I was hoping. Now I, I kind of wish you would have told me it was loose wheel bearings. Like <laughs> you can else. fix that. If it's a yeah. bearing, it's going to be just the inside edge of the inside tire. Right. But you've got oh, both that. shoulders of all four tires. Now, that's not a bearing. Yeah. That tells me the the axle's getting loaded and the footprint is buckling. And remember, all the weight comes down into the tire through the sidewall because the rim pushes down on the sidewall. Well, if you don't have enough tire, it buckles the footprint and you wear the shoulders off on a standard tire. And that's what you got. Okay. Okay. Well, that's actually actually still pretty easy. Yeah. You're going to have to buy tires anyway because they're wearing out. So find some that are heavy enough to do what you need. Yep. I I can do that. All righty, buddy. All right. Okay, the the question on the tractor. Okay, this would cost uh, you double. I can afford that. I'm okay. like, I made of money. All right. <laughs> um Okay. My airbags are pointed on the drive axles of what well, I think they're pointed toward outward. The bottom of the t- bags are toward the middle cuz you're driving a Freightliner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your U your U bolts are loose. That's your typical problem with the Freightliner. Okay. The problem okay. is that the Freightliner leaf spring on the rear of the truck is underneath the drive axle instead of setting on top of it. All right. So all the weight that's pushing down on the leaf springs, instead of pushing directly down on the axle, which it would if the leaf spring is sitting on top of it, it's underneath it's push pulling down on your U bolts, which stretches the U bolts and makes them loose. Yeah. And as okay. they get loose the leaf spring slides in toward the middle of the truck and the airbags get crooked. You need to have somebody loosen the U-bolts just a little bit, push the airbags back out so they're vertical again, tighten the shit out of the U-bolts, make sure they're tight, and then every 50,000 miles or so, go underneath it with a big impact gun and just tighten them again to keep them tight. Yep. Okay. Hey, can I, can I just eyeball them when I push them back out? Or? Yeah, yeah, just eyeball them. That's all you need. Push them out until there's a pin underneath there usually. They'll push out and they'll stop. And they look pretty straight up and down. Okay, that's fine. Tighten them up. Okay. Yeah, and because the problem isn't the airbags are actually leaning. The problem is that the U-bolts are loose. The U-bolts are loose. That's really what we're trying to solve. As the leaf spring slides in toward the middle, the U-bolts, instead of being square to the diff housing, are laid at an angle. And if you try to tighten them with them at an angle, they don't clamp up properly. The U-bolts have to be vertical. And you tell they're vertical, but when the airbags are vertical. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All righty. Easy enough. Thank you, sir. Not a problem. Right. You have a good day. All right. Thanks for calling. You do. So that was the other guy from Wyoming. Yeah, but he in was in South Wyoming, Dakota. He was in South Dakota. I he's, think, over, he's looking at Mount Rushmore. Right. I think the issue is that yeah. if you're from Wyoming, you're territorial. 
Uh-huh. And there can really only be one person in Wyoming. Yeah. And they have to they have to agree on the time they can switch. Yeah. They go one in and one out. One in, one out. All right. We have one more call. It's Last a 608 call. area 608. code. Do you want to guess where this is from? I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. Come on, get it, it right. It is Nevada. No, it's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> a cheesehead. A cheesehead. Let's see what a cheesehead has to is say. Is he in Wisconsin? Yes, he is, because he likes cheese. Okay. Well, there you go. Hello there. Jeez. Hello, Ooh. boys. How are you doing? We're doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I was just thinking awesome. one of your other callers triggered a thought. Uh-oh. So my mind is in my mind is in Silicon Valley and the body is in Florida. <laughs> so here's my question. Yeah. <laughs> here's my question here. What's your thoughts on two centromatics on the same Tire on steering tire inside and outside. What do you think that would do? They'll they'll fight with each other. Right. Two two of any kind of a dynamic balance around the same assembly is a bad idea. Yep. Some people have tried throwing the crap in the tire and then having a centromatic with it, and all they do is fight with each other. They can't decide who's in charge. Well, then how does the the centromatic is supposed to go to the heaviest or weakest? Blank in the tire, or you know, or the it's unbalanced. If, but if the two know, of them are not, re- if the two of them are not responding at the same speed, at the same exact moment, then one of them gets to the spot, and the other one catches up, and all of a sudden it's too heavy, and then they move, and then they're back the other way, and and they can't decide who's in charge. Right. So having the same medium, the same beads, and the same oil, and the same tube. Allows everything to work properly, but if you if you got a whole other set of beads and a whole other set of aluminum and tube on, in a different place of the tire, they're going to end up with a with a fight. It's not a good idea. Oh, okay, all right. Well, I just thought maybe that might really be a nice smooth balanced tire. But well, what you yeah, what you've got is a reasonably balanced tire. It works just fine. And uh, what you would do would you'd cost yourself twice as much and get half the benefit. Okay. Kind of like, right. like, like paying taxes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I say my mind was in Silicon Valley just thinking, that's mm-hmm. all. <laughs> that's all right. It's a good thing to think about. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, well, thanks right. a million for all, what you guys do. Have a great evening. Thanks again. You too, buddy. All right, bye-bye. All right. All right. All right. We, we had another call sneak in here. Do we want to try and do it? Oh, all right. All right. It's a 732 area code. I can't even guess. I don't know. Jersey. This Jersey. is this is this is Chris Christie calling. Chris Christie is calling. He's back. got off the beach. Yeah, he, he found his way off. He found his way off the beach, and he wants to talk to us. All right. Hello, Chris Christie. Hello, Jersey. How we doing, guys? Chris Christie We're... said if you didn't take my call, he was going to close down a highway or a bridge <laughs> near you. We or only have beach. one highway now. Well, we can't afford it. <laughs> okay. Well, then we'll let you slide. Well, that's probably why you took my call. Yes, right, I'll make this quick. I'll make it quick. I screwed up a couple weeks ago. I was in a landfill. I kicked the power divider in, and then uh, I didn't notice till the next day that I never kicked it back out again. Ooh, okay. So, and I was running, you know, regular speeds, 75, 80, 85 miles an hour. Yep. So, um, when I noticed it, you know, the switch 
was still on, but my idiot light on the dashboard was off. Mm-hmm. Does that mean does that mean anything, or or did I just you know did I blow everything up, or does it have like a safety or what? Uh, if you blew it up, you wouldn't be going anywhere. Right. There would be a big kabang okay. and pieces laying on the street. You okay. didn't do it any good. All right. But if you disconnect it and you drive it and you don't see any extra temperature in your front diff compared to your rear, compared to what you're used to seeing, it should be okay. Okay. Well, neither uh, neither rear gauge works. They haven't worked for about eight <laughs> okay. years. So. Okay. So we don't know if there's – the only way I guess I would be able to tell then is to run them and then go out and hit them with a – uh, a heat gun or a or, or your fingers gauge. or your fingers or my fingers. Yep. Um, Just lay it on the top of the see, see what it looks like. Yeah. See if one is a lot hotter than the other. Okay. Yep. The other thing you could do is, uh, well, if you change the oil in the dips, see how much metal is in the front one. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, we had just changed them out, uh, just recently. So, I guess I guess we'll just to, check the um, we'll check the magnet. Do you have to, do you yeah. have to calibrate your uh, fingers? Yeah, with a beer. With yeah. a beer. Yeah, with a beer. Yeah, beer you, and then yeah. you can tack it on there. What about your left and your right? Can you tack it with the left on the front and the right, rear on and the rear on the right? Would it Would it be do accurate? Stand, do I have to stand on my left foot and hold the right foot? You know, up in the air yes. like I just kicked yes. a football. Yes, yeah. definitely. And, and, count, touch and, the count, two. Yeah. and count to 17 while I'm doing it? Uh, 16. You, you, you're you off by one. <laughs> oh, okay. You got a 17. You screw everything up. That's why I called you guys, so I make sure I get the right answer. And don't forget, right, the, guys. Dead chicken in the, don't forget the dead chicken in the brown paper bag. Yeah. Oh. The brown paper bag is for you, so you can hide your head in shame because you're doing this stuff. <laughs> Well, I obviously didn't blow it up because I've been running it for two weeks this way. Yeah, That's you'll be all right. You bet you, buddy. Sign. Okay. All right. Have Appreciate you a good it, guys. Day. We'll talk. All right. You too. We'll talk again. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. 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 All right. Well, folks, this has been fun and this has been real. <laughs> but I'm going to call it off. And we all will right. not be here next Sunday. Nope. And I will not be here the Sunday after. Well, that's because I have to go to California to Mommy's memorial funeral. Oh, well, yeah. Service. That's coming. So it'll be up to Kevin to decide whether he wants to do one next Sunday. He and John can discuss that. <laughs> and y'all have yourself a good time, and we will talk later. All right. Bye. Bye. <clears throat>